Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you once again after the holidays of 2021 to a new 2022 of our Dragon's Demand run-through. You know, it's been a couple of weeks since myself and the other Hard Slingers were able to get behind the virtual eye of destiny in our digital rage room and actually record another episode of our Dragon's Demand run-through. I know everybody's schedules were pretty tight. I know a couple people got sick. Uh, including me, I'm one of them. But you know, we're all we're all social distancing via hundreds of miles, if not thousands of miles. So I think we're pretty safe to play another game. So that's what we're doing. So I want to remind everyone how they can get in touch with the show before they watch it, because I know on the back end of the show, nobody wants to listen to the thank you speech that I put back there. Did you know I put one back there? It is. It's back there. Listen to it. Listen to the one up front too first. Follow us on any one of our social media footprints on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to us over on our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. Don't forget, we also have, well, we got our website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com. Right into the show at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com. Because if you hear us Roll the Hard 20 and you're right into the show, we'll give you a shout out and send you a D20. And you know what? I did that this episode. I rolled the first Hard 20. I was happy, I'm sure the hard slingers we're not happy but i don't care because they deserved it <laughs> so without further delay warm up your dice and top off your glasses roll the hard 20 podcast presents episode 37 of our dragon's demand run through Unclay's love room <laughs> enjoy I, I just make these titles up on the fly it sounds great Unclay's love room Hello. Good evening. See, you're on the it's shitter. Been a hot minute. <laughs> That's right. Once again on the toilet. <laughs> on the toilet, baby. Hey, I got your Christmas card. Did you see I got it? Yeah, I did. I just didn't have service for a while, so I was uh it was much appreciated. Off the grid. No problem. You have it in front of you. Can we see? Is it like a classic Christmas card or is it's it sexy? a gingerbread man with half of his head bitten out of? So I don't have so it with that, me. That, that, that sounds about par for the course for Eno Jr. and Brian. Totally. So. He signed it the dog's names, too, which is always awesome. Copper and Gamora. <laughs> I'm sure you got to do it like with your left hand so yeah. it's like sloppy and like I'm a little I'm sure they'll jump on tonight. Wish uh, me a happy new year. You'll, you'll hear one of them at least. <laughs> so how's everyone's Christmas and new year been? Might as well get this out of the way. Seems oh, little, uh, it's been a while. I did a whole lot of nothing. That sounds amazing. Mm. It, that's what I said. I said that to I, Christy a little short while ago. Yeah, I mean, doing nothing is amazing. There was, there was, there was quite frankly a slight bit too much of nothing, but only a slight bit. Oh, okay. Just, just a tidbit. Just. Just, just like, you know, if it, there was, yeah, there were a few days where like, I kind of followed Chris's example where it was like, you know, pajamas, like not getting out of bed till like noon or, or whatnot and stuff. And just, you binge it was, any good it was TV? a little too much for me. Huh? Binge any good TV? Uh, yeah, I actually binged the whole thing of Lower Decks. 
That was lower decks. I have no Star Trek lower decks. Oh, Uh, it's like uh, it would be like if they did a South Park version, like animated version of of Star Trek that is not quite so does not need to be bleeped out nearly as much. What does that come on? Uh, Usually somebody's face, I'd imagine. I'd say on oh the stun knife on the back. I mean, just <laughs> because that's what you come on, Brian. <laughs> I'm married. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, uh, well, I mean, that's your problem for getting married. I, everybody's eating that cake. <clears throat> I'm like, mm, oh. Um, <laughs> I can well, show off my Christmas gift. It's not as sexy as your desert rose, but check out this baby. Desert kiss. Get it right. Cthulhu. Oh, yeah. 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 It's only partially colored, but rocking that tonight. Awesome. Awesome. Very nice. That should be a scene of like stepbrothers. It's okay. Let's all do show and tell. Theater. <laughs> I got the dice tray. There it is. That is beautiful. I would flip the other side, but I got all my dice in it. Oh, look at that. Well, you know what? You showed me that. You you sent me a a picture of that. A picture of it. Yeah. You said it had just shown up not too long ago. Well, does everybody remember where we were at? Um, No. (laughs) Unclay's Manor. It's just, it's tragic. We don't have some kind of an archives that we can actually resource this stuff to. (laughs) I know. Right. All right. Well, I'll give you a quick rundown after this. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted game master, Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run through and with me, the Hard Slingers. Oh, yeah, year mm-hmm. 2022. Wake up, dogs. Wake up. So, you guys have just <laughs> finished going through Hung Clay's uh, study where you discovered a, a locked chest that had a bunch of books, a bunch of tomes in there. Uh, Warren, you managed to procure four scrolls off of one of his desks. Dempsey, you broke another staging alchemist table in your frustration for having let another arcane lock blast Stubby in the face twice. Good job. Appreciate it. Almost took him. We're just glad he still has a face left. And uh, Warren managed to uh, also snaggle a uh, one particular item from the library without anybody else seeing. After you guys made your investigation of the study, you decided to go across the library and instead of going up the ladder to wherever that trap door led, you decided to approach the door that was against the west wall. And that is where we will pick up. It, uh, you said the trap door on the west side? No, no, there's a ladder right next to the door in the west wall that goes up to the ceiling where there's a trap door in the ceiling. In the ceiling, okay. Yes. What's our... Uh, I don't remember. What's our current marching order? Uh, uh, it's up front. Dempsey's... Yeah, yeah it's Dempsey's, in the face. Stubby, Warren, and Flint. That was the order that I had on the on the shaft right here. Is this like a uh, Clark Griswold Christmas vacation? Like you have to reach up and grab the thing and pull it down? Or is it like just you just walk up the ladder and 
open it. There's no string hanging down, but it's probably maybe 12 feet above your head that you'd have to go up to, you know, climb the ladder to get to it, to, to flip it up. It's too tall for me. So I, I don't even think standing on Dempsey's shoulders that I could reach it. Well, you have to climb the ladder. The ladder goes all the way down to the bottom. Oh, there's a ladder. Uh, there's still a ladder. As I remember, uh, Stabby was, Stabby, sorry, um, was trying to move us ahead. So we were kind of like, where do you want to go? Um, so like, what's what's the move? Where do you want to go? Yeah, I think, I think we were all feeling like we wanted to get up to that trap door up there. Okay. Actually, so, not if you we, listened to okay. the previous episode, you guys wanted to go through the door in the west wall. Yeah, I th- I was recalling that. Um, I think it was more prudent to just try to complete this floor before we move on to the next one. But yep. you guys do what you want to do. So, Warren, I'm still confused of, you know, with our... Where do, where were we planning to go? Um, are, are, are you asking Warren or are you asking Ryan? Oh, I'm asking Warren. Um, Warren... Uh, Warren just kind of like looks at you and just says, "Mm, I think the most prudent option is just let's finish this floor. We can move to the attic afterwards. And then apparently there are fun things that may be awaiting us in the basement. The sooner we can get out of here, the better. I'm I'm over this place. This is taking too long. Okay. I will move to... Dempsey's going to move up to the next door on this level. And... uh, Put his he- his ear up to it and listen. All right, make that perception check. Ooh, that's a 24. 22, 24. You 24. do not hear anything on the other side of the door from where you're standing, ear against the door. Okay, I'm going to open the door and push it or pull it in. It is locked. Um, Mr. Stebby, I think oh. I need your... Me? Your skills. She's um, locked. Warren will take a moment as Dempsey steps aside and just double check to make sure the lock is not magic. Okay. And that's a, a passive maneuver. Well, it, it's a cantrip I'm using. Okay. It does not have anything on the door handle. You, okay. you don't detect anything like you detected on the chest and the mm-hmm. other door across the way from you. Yeah. Okay. While I pick this lock and somebody cold. <laughs> Go <laughs> hold uh, their hands over my ears. Everybody's like, God, stand hands. in front of you with a shield. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, um, I I move up to that door and um, and I've I've seen that they've tried the lock and it doesn't that it didn't open, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I uh, I pull out my thieves tools, um, you know, fold it open, kind of look at the lock, look back at my thieves tools, and kind of ascertain what type of um, tools that I want to use for this. I pull out, you know, pick and, uh, um, and I start to go to work on that lock. Yeah. As Steve is trying to go to work on that lock, Flint kind of bumps him on the shoulder and tells him, Hey, want to try these dangling the three keys that he has already in his possession. (laughs) (laughs) Which one would you like? And I'll hand the keys to Steve. Okay. So I'll, I'll grab the keys. Um, and uh, I'll try the first key. Uh, remind me, what's the, the first key uh, look like? 
One uh, was there's a, a go, ahead. go ahead. You no no you have it better than I do. Uh, one was a bronze key. One was a gosh. I want to say I have it in a different notebook. I got a new notebook for this for notes. Um, I think one was a gold, bronze, and I can't remember what the other one was. Iron phallus. So I say phallus. What? No. Oh. <laughs> Iron. 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 Say, where's your mind, form? Brian? I don't know. I could have swore somebody said that. I don't know. I'll listen to the report. <laughs> So iron so phallus. I was like, what the fuck? This yes. is find the phallus. No. Iron, gold, and bronze. Okay. I'll I'll try the iron key first. Okay. It does nothing. Okay. What I'll... is the doorknob? Maybe they match. They're color coded? What is yeah, the is it like a bronze doorknob? Or... It's just a nondescript metal. It it could be iron, it could be brass, bronze. It, it's hard to tell. It could be pewter. Just a thought. Good thought, though. I like that thought. Okay. It looks, it looks bronze almost. <clears throat> so iron key, no worky. Um, I will try the gold key next. Does not unlock it. Okay. I pull the key out. I'm kind of starting to get frustrated, you know, that this is uh, taking so long that we're still <laughs> fucking with keys. Um, so I'll try the bronze key. And the door unlocks. Nice. Right. <laughs> so Stebby just kind of looks down a little bit and shakes his head. This is he, taking too long. He's a little frustrated with himself that he's just getting, he's kind of being impatient about I this. I think he needs a snack. Mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> give him a Stebby. juice box. a nap? Somebody burp little Stebby. <laughs> okay. I, uh, uh, I remove that key. Um, and I hand the ring back to Flint, nod to him, thanking him for the keys. And and uh, uh, I will, is that door open inward or towards us? Inwards. Uh, hinges on left or the right? I'm going to say they're on the uh, left side, which left would make side. the door handle on the right side. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, open that door, but I'm going to do it uh, with my left hand. We're kind of outstretched where I'm closer to the hinges. Okay. And then swing that door open. As you stand at the threshold of this new room, you see it's another 30 foot by 40 foot room. This particular room, though, appears to be a bedchamber. You see richly appointed with three armoires against the western wall and three tall wardrobes against the south wall. You see a canopy bed in the northwestern corner but it bisects the corner so it's not against a wall it just kind of it juts out like it's more towards the middle of the room with a like diagonal yeah exactly it's it's like bisecting that corner and at the foot of it you see a a chest (laughs) and as you kind of peek in there you see that there's a another desk that's in the northeast corner against the eastern wall and what appears to be an ornate tub next to that desk against the east wall and a large bare rug right in front of the bed. In Again, I've seen a theme pot. going on here. Yeah. Hold on. The, the bare rug is in front of the bed. 
Right. You got the you got the bed, you got the chest, and you got this big bare rug that's underneath underneath the chest. No, no, it's just like in the floor, uh taking up the space of of the rest of the room, covering up these big gray uh stones that make up the floor. Got it. And and you said that the dressers were There's on three the- armoires against the eastern wall and three tall wardrobe cabinets against the southern wall. Okay. We may have found the master's chambers. I'm going to walk in and just do a 360, walk around, see if anything explodes. <laughs> yeah, just karate way through. <laughs> like a little jump kick halfway through. What the? Supplies! <laughs> um... Warren will, from the corner where the door is, just do a quick sweep of the room for um, magic, see if there's anything more than the basic, like, wallstones having their low-level, like, magic hum. The whole room gives off an aura about it. Mm -hmm. Good vibes, bad vibes. (laughs) Um, Is this... Uh, different, like a stronger aura than the than like what the walls normally give off. It's a different feeling to it. It's a. Uh, it feels as though it's a, a different um, practitioner. It's not so much uh, protection as it feels. You know, the rest of the building gave off like a warding. Mm-hmm. This feels different in this room. Hmm. There's a lot of magic in here, but I don't believe it is necessarily defensive. I think it may have been... uh, Given how powerful he obviously is, I would assume that it's more just to aid his lifestyle. So if something moves suddenly, be cautious, but I don't think it would necessarily be dangerous. I do also pay specific attention to the chest. Now, where, where are you guys all at? You guys are all still out of the room, or did you guys actually go in? Are you looking at stuff? Well, Dempsey's in the middle of the room, right? No, I didn't know he walked mm-hmm. in. Oh. Yeah, I walked in, did my kung fu. Okay, oh, as you okay. walk in, you hear a growl emanate mm-hmm. from the room. Is it the bear? It's just low. All right, fists come up. Warren um, kind of tries to like pinpoint where that growl may be coming from. Okay, go and make your perception check. That is, it's been a hot minute since I've rolled this. We're using that little D twenty looking thing, right? Yeah, yeah. dice thing. Uh, that's not terrible though. That's a nineteen. 19, it seems to be emanating from everywhere. Mm. We're in the belly of the beast. Start punching the walls and just fucking it up like a Kyle. (laughs) Go, Kyle. What are you doing? Uh, Still outside the door, letting everyone kind of go in. Um, As ever, is everyone in? Stebby, are you in as well? No, I'm. I'm uh, watching uh, Dempsey. You know, throw his fist at the air. Kind of like what I look at. I look at Flint. Did, do you see what he's doing? He's like throwing his fist around. Doesn't that seem kind of odd to you? He's possessed. 
I'm just I, I'm still outside the door, just wondering what the hell Dempsey's doing. Um, Warren, what are you doing? Uh, I will uh, just kind of like sigh, start pulling out my um, notes, and then start inventorying the room. Okay, so you're walking around inventorying. Mm-hmm. What do so you want he to comes in all smooth with his book, and I imagine that Dempsey's just like on full alert, just waiting for something to come out, and he's like, Mr. Mr. Magic, is this okay? What are we doing? Well, what? you're apparently looking like a concerned individual for what I can tell is no reason at the moment. What would you like but to I appreciate... first, Bellheim? <laughs> right. Um, uh, so, I think, did Flint, sorry, did you like uh, freeze for a second there? Um, Oh, okay. We well, everybody needs like live analog clocks behind them, so Just we can right. see the fucking second hands and shit. Just do this. Just yeah. everybody do this the whole time. <laughs> Shake your head like a reverse pendulum or a met. Um, what is it? A metronome. metronome. Yeah. Um. Warren says you do whatever you like to Dempsey. Uh, at the moment, uh, we are here for a reason, and I'm going to. Um, and I look over at Stabby as I say this, try to make sure that it's done in a, a timely fashion. All right. So I think he's just feeling oh. a little bit sheepish. So he's just going to go up against the wall and kind of cross his arms and try to not feel stupid. He's been put in his place. <laughs> uh, Flint will enter the room. Um, can I make a quick perception check throughout the thing? I want to use stone cutting to see if there's anything different about this room. With the stone layout. Okay. What are you drinking there? Oh, oh um. Fine. Uh, baby. That's going to be 20. Uh, 29. 29. Holy fuck. Flint. It doesn't appear any different than the room that you came from across the way, the study. But all the stone that you're seeing that's not covered up with the floor rug or or the armoires and stuff uh they they look typical of everything else you've seen nothing looks different um since i'm already looking is there any uh photographs or paintings on the wall like all the other rooms that we've seen this room is devoid of the paintings that you'd seen in the library and in the study and downstairs in the uh, the dining room area, and in the if you want to call it like a the the lavatory or lounge area that where they had the couches with the big ornate globe in the corner. All those rooms seem to depict these pictures of uh, like desert pyramids and and the night skies with constellations and celestial bodies and stuff. This room doesn't have any of that going on in there at all. Plain Jane, eh? Well, either that or he did not entertain in his room. People put up trappings such as that to display their wealth. And while he kind of, Warren kind of like, uh, like toe bumps the uh, bear rug, while it is certainly cozy in here, it does not um, look as though he um, 
had many had much in the way of overnight company. As soon as you toe bump that rug, you see it move slightly. You see something begin to manifest atop of the rug. And you see this large grizzly bear begin to take shape right in the middle yeah. of the room yeah. of this rug. And let's roll some initiative oh, for 2022. I knew. I was sitting there listening to that. And I'm like, that fucking rug is going to come <laughs> to life. <laughs> that is oh, how you Lord. be patient as a GM. <laughs> oh man. Stubby, what is your what's your initiative? Uh might help if I roll it. <laughs> Flint. Ten. Warren. Fourteen. Dempsey. Eleven. Stubby. Twenty two. Good grief. It won't be enough, though, to save you. <laughs> the bear is just going <laughs> to eat me in one chomp. Stubby, you, from outside of the room, bore witness to Warren walking up in the middle of his speech and explained to Dempsey, who has a low intelligence, why he believes that there are nothing, there, there's no pictures on the wall because... He doesn't want to display his wealth when he's doing these wild, funky things in this room. And as his toe just barely notches this bear rug, you see this large, full-size grizzly begin to manifest and take shape in the middle of this 30 by 40 foot room. What are you going to do, Stippy? Please tell uh, me. First, I'm going to face palm like, uh, and shake my head like, come on, guys. Seriously? Um, middle of the room. Where is Warren? Um, in relation to this bear, he's at the he. He's got to be standing right in front of it at this point. He's got to be right next to it because I'm assuming that he he towed probably the head portion like one of, of the it. one of the like uh, arms or something. Wherever you're at in this room, you could be close to one of the hind legs of this rug or the fore legs, mm -hmm. uh, wherever. Uh, you yeah. be danger close wherever you're at, though. Uh, Warren is painfully aware of that fact. Dempsey, you're against a wall, right? Mm-hmm. And Flint is outside with me. Okay, what would you like to do, Stubby? Close that door and lock it with the bronze key? Yeah, hmm. and laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll okay. remember this. So this is really kind of our first, maybe our second combat exercise in Pathfinder. So do we, I'm trying to determine, I don't, I can't, I haven't figured this out yet. Do I get sneak attack or how do I determine if I get sneak attack on this? He'll be you, flat footed if you yeah, go before him. And they're, they're yeah, you're right though. That's, but is that he's flat footed at this point because he hasn't gone in his initiative order, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah. Who's then, flat footed? If we bear. flank him, you would get it. And then if we can do any kind of like maneuver or spell that would make him daze, something like that, you could also get it. Um, if he's not aware of your presence, so if you're like stealth, then you would get it. Or if you use a like a magic potion, so you're like vanished or invisible, you would get it. But, okay, so with me being outside the door, is he aware of my presence, GM? Well, 
it's aware of everything, but you go before he goes. So he's flat-footed, so you get that sneak attack bonus. Okay, that's what I wasn't sure yeah. is, is. So I get the, the sneak attack. So I get to add that damage. So I am going to, from, from my location, I'm going to um, equip my short bow and take a shot at the bear's face. Okay. And hold on a sec. I got to adjust my modifier because it is not a negative. I'm going to roll. That's a 25. That's going to hit my bear. And damage. Uh, I do nine points of piercing damage. Damn. Barely felt it. Uh, oh, please. Come on. We make a joke. It's like an uncle joke. That's not even good enough to be a dad joke. <laughs> That's like an uncle that just got released from prison joke, and he's staying with you. You're bringing um, back a lot of memories. But hold on. I also, get, um, I also get 2d6. That's just my normal damage. Okay. That's my 1d4. So I need to roll 2d6 for my sneak attack damage. That's another six points. Okay. Make sure you give me all that information right out of the gate well i was reading while i was it's the first time i've rolled it so i'm trying to well it has one target right next to it and it would be a fool not to attack that one target with its claws first right and i believe that 21 is going to hit yep for nine points of damage and he grabs you with that and then he's going to attempt to bite you at the same time and that's going to hit as well for 20 for another six points of damage and you are currently grappled Warren um from your I believe position. yes I believe it is a acrobatics to try to escape being grappled. It is a uh, combat maneuver, I believe, to get out of that, and that should be on your on your okay. sheet where you go against my uh, my bonus. You want to do your defense against my bonus. Um. Okay. So my defense is 14. And you break free from his grasp. Nice. Okay. Um, can I do, uh, I'm assuming that was my action. Can I do like a guarded step and just move five feet without provoking an attack of opportunity? Yeah, you can move five feet even if you get up from a prone position. So, oh, was I also prone? No, I'm just saying like if you were oh, down. Okay, but I'm just okay. Go ahead and do the five foot step back. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm just gonna try to get out of like immediate melee reach so that hopefully next round something else will be in front of this and I can actually cast a spell. And that is my turn. Dempsey, how far away is it from me? If you're against the wall, what wall are you against? Did you um, not the one with the door in it, but to the right of that, I would say. 
just to the right of the door or mm -hmm. so you're against just the... like leaving room where the other guys would have gone come in okay so you're you're 10 feet away from it okay i'll move up and i'm gonna power attack and just come in with a haymaker right into that thing's face cold cock that bitch that's a 17 17 is going to hit fuck it so that is six regular and four fire fire from a punch yeah <laughs> the hand wraps are just sizzling so now i'm up in his grill did you want to do anything else while you're uh are you there you got anything else you no you just on? see his face he's like come alive for the first time since you've seen him um since he joined this group he's just like this is what he loves yeah and you guys have never seen dempsey in action before i mean you guys have each watched yourselves just wipe these kabolds the floor with these guys but to see something else that's that's awesome flint you just watched dempsey walk up to this bear <laughs> Just one, two, this thing, just with a solid punch. What are you going to do, Flint? Take your I mute off, you're Flint. Muted. <laughs> Blink twice if you're not frozen. There you go. <laughs> Dogs okay. are barking. Uh, Flint, seeing the macho man punch this bear, he's going to join the attack and attack with his mace. Punch that bear right in its face. All right. Did you freeze again? Yeah. The suspense is killing me, Flint. <sighs> Hold up one finger for attack. Where are you going with that finger? I like to think that Essence is going. You just hear the dropkick Murphy. <laughs> what was that, Flint? 16. 16 will hit. My God, what are you using? Dial up? All right, for eight points of blood. Eight points. Stubby. Six. Six points? Eight. No, sorry. You're right. It was eight. Sorry. <clears throat> Stubby. You watched Flint enter the room. Everybody except for you is in there. What would you like to do? going to uh, attack this bear from a distance again with my short bow. All right. And I am going to roll. Whoa. It's a nine. Nine. I'm afraid that's your answer, my friend. Nine. I stay in my current location. Um. Can I still, do I still have an action at the end of combat though? To move. Uh, that's it, just to move. Yeah. Okay. That's it, I'm staying put. So Lucky Bear, he now has three targets to focus on. One, two for Warren, three, four for Flint, five, six for Dempsey. Well, I am not within immediate reach of him. I stepped oh, away. Oh, okay. Uh, so Flint, he... you're the lucky victim today. All right. Let's see, baby. Come on. So he reaches out and flails his claw down on you for 23 to hit. Ooh, yeah, that's oh, going to hit. Lucky you, that's only six points of damage. But he grabs you as well. 
and then attempts to bite you. Oh, the hard 20. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right in to get it, people. Yeah. Right in. Get my dice. RollHard20Podcast at gmail.com. I will send you a dice and give you a shout out on the show. Uh, let me back shout that out. up. With a one, so it does not back up. For eight points of damage with the bite. Flint, you're going to have to find another place to be recording from if you keep freezing up like that and to put you on the roof of your house. <laughs> so right you're currently like grappled at this stand point. Stand there holding his antenna in like awkward positions. Warren, you just watched this brutal beast attack Flint. <sighs> Claw him and grab him. Bite him on the head. What would you mm. like to do? Um, I think that this bear needs to... Um, uh, needs to <laughs> chill. Um, but to that effect, uh, we're actually just going to attempt to nail it with an elemental ray. So uh, that is, uh, I make a ranged touch attack to hit an AC 21. Oh shit, that's going to hit. Awesome. Um, in that case, uh, the bear takes Let me see. The suspense. Why are is the dice never easy to find on this thing? Um uh, the bear takes six points of fire damage as Warren just holds out a hand and just a ray of fire just strikes this bear. Oh right. Well it's still up and, and going. You have anything else in your uh, bag of tricks there, Warren? I'm going to move further away from it into the corner. All right, putting Warren in the corner. Dempsey. Nobody puts Warren in the corner, baby. That's right. Um, I am just going to go in, uh, just keep working on the working the body. Uh, Two-weapon fighting, so two hits. Ooh, first one's an 11. Ooh, one. Oh. So uh, Flint yeah. is right next to you. Why don't you go ahead and make that dex save to make sure you don't clock Flint. Dex save. I'm in his mouth. 14. 14. Okay, now attack Flint. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is going to be the natural 20 right here. Yep. Oh, that was a two, so I think you might be okay. Okay. That's an eight. That should be okay. Flint, yeah. you survived that? Good. Switching Flint, you're events. currently in the... Oh, do you have anything else you want to do, Dempsey? No. Flint, you're currently grappled by this thing. Why don't you try to get out of that thing? All right. Straight up strength. Uh, you're going to do your combat maneuver defense against my bonus. So, what's your... Uh, Alright, here we go then. I'll roll the dice. 18. Beats my one. So oh, you right. pop out of its claw. And you could... Uh, you got a movement if you want to... Move your five feet like Warren had done. And I'm, I'm sure I'm totally butchering up this aspect of the rule. So let me know if I've fucked that up there, Dave. With uh, five feet of movement? Hey, you're the GM. Light it up. All right, well, that's where we're going. We're going to go with that All right. for right now. 
So not provoking. Not going to take. All right, I'm going to take my movement out and resettle myself. And I oh. think that's probably all I can do. I did an action, a movement, and that's it. That's all I can do. That is it. Stubby. From the cowardice corner of the doorway, what would you like to do now? Throw a candle in there. Maybe I have a couple left. Set his ass on fire. Um, I'm going to uh, stay in my current position. I'm going to draw back my short bow yet once again. And roll a 10. Sorry, my friend. I'm going to stay in my current position. Looks at you, Dempsey. You're the only one close. Up with the claw. For an 11. That's probably going to miss you. And then try with the bite. Even worse. Ugh. It will actually move closer to to you, Warren. Oh, great. Starts lumbering towards you. Oh, up on its hinds. What would you like to do, Warren, as it moves closer to you? How far does is it, it move? It, do I get attacked? Just the five feet. It just moves okay. the five feet. Is it so? Puts it, it, oh, actually, you moved further, though, didn't you? Yeah. Warren? Okay. Uh -huh. So it will move even more. So if you want to go ahead and take that attack of opportunity, Dempsey. That will be a 12. That will miss. So it has closed the distance to you, Warren. You're right next to each other again. Great. You guys just hear, like, cursing in, in um, uh, like, this just kind of, like, harsh language that like sounds like uh Warren's trying to talk to fire and then he just pulls out his rapier and just like goes to just stab this thing uh that is a uh ooh that's a threat so it hits 20 AC but it's a threat range uh I'm using a rapier so it's a threat range to crit so I roll that again, right? Does it crit on a 19? It crits on an 18 through 20. Okay, so then you want to roll and back it up. And if it hits, a, if it would hit again, then it does the crit damage. Um, okay, that would hit an AC 17. That'll hit. Okay, so, you, so it's double damage. It's uh, max damage plus roll damage. Oh, okay. If that's the case, then it just takes 12 points of piercing damage. As Warren just, like, goes and skewers this thing. And that's exactly what you do as you skewer this thing. Dempsey having softened this thing up with his fists of fire. Stubby having fired upon him right out of the gate. And you finishing it off with your little nice. needler. You watch this bear collapse right in front of you. And literally fall on the bare skin rug that it had once came from. You hear it exhale and just peter out. The room gets quiet again. It's just you four and Hunkley's love shack. Warren right. just kind of is kind of like breathing heavily. He's like mauled and like his clothing is like torn in, in a couple spots and, and he's just like looking at the thing and then he just like winds up and just tries to kick this bear rug as far to the other side of the room as he can. 
uh, you recall that doing that before is what got us in this, <laughs> right? <laughs> Kicking the air. Dempsey's gonna do it too, and he's just like, "I like your moves." Gonna be fist in the bear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what would you guys like to do while you're in this room at this point? So I'm just, I want to just clarify one thing real quick, Ryan, because so I had like uh, done a once over on the room with detect magic and like while the room's magic was unique, there was nothing like, um, like untoward or specific about it um, uh, compared to the rest of the house. Was the, the rug itself um, uh, it was magical? A, it was a trap. It was a type okay. of arcane trap that had a conjuration magic to it which is why it was different than the rest of the wards of the house okay so it wasn't set off like the uh the arcane locks mm -hmm. it was a, a different trap altogether okay um afterwards warren will wipe uh, warren will uh um resheath his rapier and just like after just gathering himself for a, a couple of moments will just pull out his notes and just go back to inventory. So tell me what you'd like to inventory as you're um, going around doing your things or whatever. Yeah, Warren will, you know, kind of, uh, well, first off, he's going to uh, uh, inventory the rug. And uh, there may or may not be various expletives after it on the list. Um, <laughs> but also, too, is like inventorying like the, you know, doing a brief description of the bed, inventorying it. Um, there is the chest and I'll kind of like uh, take a close eye on it with Detect Magic. Is the um, chest trapped like the other ones? No, it is not. Okay. Um, I'll look at it. Um, is it like a simple latch? Is it something that can easily be opened? It does have a latch with a lock on it. It looks a little more complicated, though, than like a simple door lock. Okay. Um, I'll turn to Stabby and says, uh, this one doesn't appear to have any magic on it, um, but it is locked, and I believe that puts it in your wheelhouse. Uh, but before you open that, Stabby, I would actually uh, like to heal some of us up. Uh, yes, that would be appreciated. Uh, that is seven. I don't know if I add anything to it. This is a channel. So assuming that we're all, yeah, I'm using channel. So I'm using channel. I'm assuming everyone's by the chest, investigating mm -hmm. the chest. So we're all within 30 feet. So everyone would get, uh, seven points of healing. I rolled really shitty. Bear really needed that too. There's backup. Ed. <laughs> There's backup. Second coming. Right. Um, Warren or just kind of like nods and thanks. Um, and then that's... makes it after you gesture to Stabby. So I'll, I'll step into the room. Um, I want to look at that lock. Does that lock look like it um, will take the types of keys that Flint had? No, it does not. Okay. Now we already we detected only for magic traps. Um, that doesn't cover traps of the mechanical sort. No. 
Okay. So um, I'm going to attempt a perception on that lock to see if there's some mechanical trap. Okay. It's a 13. From what you can gather, you don't think there's one. Hey, Flint, can I borrow your shield? (laughs) Can I borrow your (laughs) finger? (laughs) Oh, I think poor Flint got distracted by something. If you're doing that, Dempsey will get in with the shield like we did last time, and I'll give you some cover. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, perception. uh, Actually, I'm going to attempt to disable said device. Disable Um, said device. So, you said that that lock is a little bit more complex? Yes, it is. So, is it, would you consider it? Uh, average or beyond average for complexity? <laughs> Is it? It would be made? a bit more of a difficult setup. Roll knowledge a... locks. Okay. All right. I'm just I'm trying to ascertain what my what the DC is of that lock. Well, I know what the DC is though. No, I know. I'm just I'm thinking in my head. I'm it's for the listeners. Seventeen. It does not disengage. But you also don't get blown up. Yeah, nothing came out at you. Okay, I, I'll look back and kind of say, guys, you can step back. I, I think this is okay. Um, now, I get another attempt at this lock, but um, it takes me longer to try to disable this. Well, it goes up in difficulty if, it, if you do that, though. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give it one more shot. Okay. Uh, hold on a sec. Eight. No. Hey, Dempsey, I'm having some trouble with this lock. Is this maybe something that you want to try to smash open? <laughs> Look at Flint. You still got that crowbar. <laughs> I don't think Flint has much of anything at this point. Assuming Uh Flint would still give me the crowbar, I think I'll take that and I'll just put it in and I'll put, you know, you see him just put his boot right on top of the the, uh, chest and he's just killing the thing. Okay, go ahead and make your strength check against its hardness. That one's an 18, so that's going to be 23 points of damage. No, 23 strength. Okay, yeah, roll your damage for it, though, too. Uh, Just like a normal attack? Yeah, because you got to go against the hardness of the of the chest itself. you got to deplete its hardness. So hard uh, right now. Yeah, I was going to say, what is it made out of? Yeah, I guess I'll call it like my normal fist attack. Yeah, yeah, okay. well, boop, boop. and plus uh, add your strength bonus to the, to the 1d4 of the crowbar. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit lost. So a D4 okay, roll one D4, okay, one D4, and then plus my strength. Your, yeah, plus your strength. Uh, it's only four points of damage. Okay, so okay. you hear the wood splinter, but it doesn't let go. He hit it like yeah, this. Meaning that the, the integrity of the box is still intact. It would be like if you're using your strength to break down a door. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't just break the door down because a door would have a hardness of say ten. 
so you'd have to deplete its it's, it's like an extra hit points before you actually damage exactly it. so so if you keep doing it you're going to deplete its hardness thank you so then a chest is basically pockets. fully rigid right now knock its hp out warren while they're putting the love on this thing what would you like to do well while they're you know trying to get through the hardness of the toy chest um <laughs> you like saying that way too much um uh so uh, the room uh so there's like still like the bed there's still the the um you said there was like a porcelain like a elegant like bathtub of sorts in the yeah corner. it's not super huge it's probably like a three foot diameter bent a basin uh okay that you'd put your body in it's right next to a uh, desk with a single drawer mm -hmm. uh and three armoires and three uh clothes closets okay um i'll be inventorying them what i'll be doing as i get to like the armoires is um uh assuming that they like are just like simply like latched clothes i'll actually be opening them with a mage hand okay tell me where you're going first so i know what you're inventorying uh around. i'll just be going kind of like around the wall in kind of like an orderly fashion so um like you want to start at the like desk and work your way or you want to start the yeah. armoires and work your way um we'll start at the desk okay check out his writing implements and anything that might be there uh, you see there's a few quills, but you also see that there's a, a piece of paper that's at an angle on the desk. But it doesn't okay. look like there's anything written on it, though. Um, it just it appears to be an empty page. Again, I'm checking everything with Detect Magic to see if it specifically is magic versus like the general ambiance of, of the room and, and the building. Okay, roll me a knowledge check, an Arcana knowledge check. 19 19 mm -hmm. you it looks like maybe something was impressed on the paper but you can't tell certainly not in this light uh, okay it gives off a faint aura but other than that you can't make anything else of it what is the light like in here it's still low lit okay i'll um actually like just hold out my hand and cast the light cantrip and like look at it closer at like an angle like yeah and, and as you do that uh and you maneuver your light around the page you see as the light goes around like you see letters appear and then disappear letters appear yeah. and disappear wherever the the most amplified portion of that light is at you mm -hmm. see letters appear on on okay. the page and then disappear. I'll be like sweeping my light over it and seeing if I can make sense of whatever message might be on here. It, it takes you a few moments, but you eventually do see what it looks like. I'm gonna send it to you right okay. now. Save big by staying at a Holiday Inn Express. It, <laughs> it appears to be some kind of a, of a list of some, fuck you. Really? List of fuck and you, huh? <laughs> is that a fuck you level one or oh, fuck you level three? Okay, here it goes. There it is. Ooh, pretty. And it looks oh. like there's uh one, two, there's five items on this list. The first two of which appear to have been crossed out. 
the uh, remainder portion of it specify uh, repair hinges of secret door in clockwork mm -hmm. lab, which have yet to be done. Attempt second contact with Dominion via book's ritual before loan to A. Like there's just a, you know, capitalized initial A. And then the final one says, confirm demolition state with A's cabals. Hmm. And conjure accuser devil re... Uh... Is that redisguising text of secrets of the dreaming dark? Yes, that's the first part that's on the list, and it looks like it's crossed out. Okay. And then the second one says, "What? Animate Dominion know. remains as guardian for Cave." Is what I'm seeing. And that one has been crossed out as well. Um, so you guys like see like anyone who's paying any attention to Warren sees him like waving this light that's appearing over his hand like over this sheet of paper and like after a mo uh, after a few moments of doing that like he'll like just kind of stop and you see like his hand kind of relax and like the um uh the the light fades and even in the low light you can see that he's gotten a little little blanched and says I, I think we need to be careful. It is entirely possible that uh, it's entirely possible that Hung Clay has already summoned a devil. Where I don't devil. know exactly. Um, do I recognize what would uh, what a devil uh, an accuser devil would be? Do I like rec recognize what kind of creature? You would go ahead and make an arcana check. Let me see if there's anything that I would uh, like a knowledge. Oh shit, uh, that's a 26. I'm sorry, do knowledge planes. Oh, that one. You I... could st still use your same role. Um, okay, uh, that one would not be uh, as, as high, I don't really have anything significant in that. Okay. Um, uh, that would come out to a 22. Oh, well, still decent. You know that this is something that comes from, um, somewhere in the abyss. One of the, the multi, multi layers, multi rings of the abyss. Mm -hmm. Uh, you yourself have never summoned one that I'm aware of. Perhaps at some point you can, uh, convey with your benefactor and maybe get some information about mm -hmm. that but it wouldn't be something that you would just go off in the corner and have this one-on-one -on -one with you know you don't want to be doing that no. it's not like a ouija board of some no kind of no it's no. not just send him a test a text there's no we involved with this <laughs> right send him a text. um do i like the name at least the name of it even if i don't know exactly what it does do i know like where on the food chain of devils it sits no you wouldn't know okay i mean that's something that from what you've what you've gathered about the books that hunkley has been collecting it probably mm -hmm. has a lot to do with with years of studying mm -hmm. things like the dark tapestry and and Carcosa and other things of that nature. Okay. So, I mean, it's a very niche thing. Warren, Warren is going to, um, 
uh, tuck the the paper away um, with the intent to show it to the the Baroness to prove that Hunkleim was obviously conspiring with the Kobolds. Um, but then I'm gonna just continue checking like the rest of the desk, see if there's anything else there. Okay, there's a single drawer that pulls okay. out. Uh, I will open it with Mage Hand, by the way, just okay. in case. You open it up, you see that inside there's a, a few wells of ink. There's some mm -hmm. more quills and there are some more paper leaflets. And you see a, a ring with a key on it. Like a oh. key ring with a solitary key on it. Uh, I'll move the Mage Hand to pick it up and then I'll take it over to Stabby um, and hand it to him and say, I wonder if this might be better than our good friend Dempsey arguing with the chest with the crowbar. Uh, imagine he's just like still with the crowbar. Now he's, he's like got his shirt off. He looks up like, well, the fuck we have keys. What the fuck are we doing? And I, I didn't quite catch What did you hand to me? Uh, you have a mage hand that's floating in front of you with a key ring and a single key on it. A double double with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will. <laughs> I will. I will take the uh, the ghost hand. Do, do I need to give you a minute? <laughs> I just have this mental image of like Junior's like, mm -hmm, and that's what I had last night. <laughs> just that look on his face. So <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'll take the the uh, the key from the mage hand, mm -hmm. and I will attempt to open that uh, chest lock. I, I I first I look at Dempsey and I I kind of hold this key up at him. Right, and, right. And say, hey, can you step aside for a moment? Let me let me try this key and see if this works, Dempsey. Yeah. And he's like, I loosened it for you. <laughs> it's like a jar of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll try that key in in the uh, the lock, and you hear the lock give away easily. Just <clears throat> piece of cake. That's a <laughs> shitty hiding place. So it was Stabby. right there. <laughs> Stabby gets a little excited, you know. Now that the chest is open, um, I hand that key back to Warren, and I flip the lid of that chest open. Okay, inside you see. Uh, a lot of shit inside here as far as uh, things that would have been very important to Hunkle. You see a whole bunch of coins that are loose leaf on on velvet. You see several gemstones of all different makes laying on there as well. You get the feeling that this is probably where he kept most of his uh, his fluid revenue, most of his income. You're gonna set they all sex stuff. <laughs> yeah, you see this. It's really the toy chest. Fluids. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's just gemstones and coins, or is there yes, more? Yes, gemstones and coins. That's it. But it's well, it's worth quite a bit though. So how deep is that yeah. chest? It's not very deep. It's probably like a foot and a half deep. And do the coins and the gems take up what would be the entire depth of that uh, no not at all not at all this isn't like some pirate's cove or something like that i mean it's it's organized properly whereas if somebody was going to go in and, and count out coins like john wick style or something mm. you know and the the gems are set aside with say diamonds and then rubies and onyx and and other sapphires things along that line 
so they're not all intermingled where you just ha oh, look at me i'm a you know pirate of the cave it's you know you'd have so many diamonds in their little area and so many this and so many that and then you got gold coins silver coins um, shit like that are the silver coins and gold coins are they similar to the ones that we see in flow like in Belheim, or do we know maybe the origin of yeah they, these they look because they look like they're in circulation i mean a lot of them have uh have different sculpted heads or icons on there most likely whatever uh country that he has visited whether it's uh magnamar or syrian or last wall or, or the mwangi expanse or whatever that have created their own coins you know minted their own shit eventually they wind up in circulation they're just as good in one country as they are in the next country as long as their their weight is in ounces are the same they just have different um is there a predominance of in of... the wongi we trust yeah well i, I just meant Kennedy's. like maybe we could trace back sorry didn't mean to cut you off you're good it's a couple george washington's couple martin sheens you know i just meant like if find out where he's kind of been through the currency that he has maybe oh, they see. depict on like where these uh some of these places that he's been through you know kind of trace back to maybe what he's been up to yeah it doesn't look like one set of coins favor another i don't think it, it's a, a good metric on probably determining where he came from because if he collected revenue from somebody and they paid him that way Mm -hmm. It wouldn't necessarily be that he had all these coins because he came from somewhere. Somebody well, else no, came from there and paid him that way. Exactly. He, well, he may be dealing with, he may be getting his income from a specific type of person who is from a specific area. So it's like, okay, are is he doing business with a lot of people from here or here? Or is it just, is it roll a dice and... <clears throat> It almost it seems like, like a lot of the a lot of these coins came from a local place. They came locally. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. you got to remember, yeah. he's only been here for for a short time. It's like so, literally the Baroness's face on it, basically. No, no, it was she. She probably wouldn't have had it minted after herself. Perhaps her husband or somebody else in the Belheim. Um, lineage. You see, Hula Belheim. There you go. But yeah, it seemed like most of them were probably from this this location, and maybe that's what prompted him to come this way. Mm. Okay. Because he's not native to Belheim. Right. Right. Okay. Um, after the chest, uh, Warren is going to do the chest last. Because he just does not want to deal with, like, if Stabby decides to do anything with whatever's in there. You know, I I oh, don't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to say something also. Um, I think it was last episode, or maybe the, the episode before, but he... It was when you, you met Methesnik, Methesnik mm -hmm. and he was saying that Hung Clay was going crazy, that Barlow had fucked him over. Remember, there was an individual mm -hmm. named Barlow. But we don't know who Barlow is. No, you don't. But I'm just saying that, you know, if you start adding it up, 
he he must be someplace local here too you know mm. so maybe he had some dealings with that which is why there's so much currency from from local from the local individual i'm so. curious about how he fucked him over it's in the thing interesting okay okay i'm gonna have to actually go back and rewatch those now I think Again. Dempsey doesn't even really know why they're doing this, so he's just going to go start looking through the desk, make sure if there's anything else. Yeah, there's nothing else of value in the desk. It seemed like most things that that were of value would have been in the chest itself. The only thing that was in the the, the single drawer of the desk was like a, uh, spare ink wells, quills, papers. Um, nothing that, that gives anything else away. Mm-hmm. it's probably like I, I think I had mentioned last time he probably didn't expect to die you know uh, at least not right away so mm-hmm. he wherever he went after his little temper tantrum he probably expected to come back mm-hmm. hmm. curious so okay well um, I mean if there's nothing else that catches our attention specifically Warren will finish with like the uh, armoires and other furnishings okay and as you go through the armoires you see that there's just uh, a lot of robes a lot of a lot of cloth attire it probably tallies in probably about 1200 gold pieces uh okay. nothing of a whole lot of intrinsic value in there the biggest hull of the room most likely would be what was in the ca- in the, the chest itself mm-hmm. so yeah. can, I, can i tell if there if that chest has a false bottom sure go ahead I mean, you can move the stuff around and do your inspection. So That's make a perception. 26. 26. It's flush. There is there is no false bottom in this one. Okay. And it almost seemed like the one starting. that you found, found downstairs that had the false bottom in the kitchen was probably designed that way so that the hired help can, can have their own private little area that maybe Hunkley didn't know about that you've Fair. been able to detect so far. Okay. Well, I think we have finished with this room. Warren looks over with disdain at the bear rug, kicks it one more time. Oh. No. no. Anyway. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I think we should move on. We've still got the attic in the basement. You do? Was Was there another room, or is that on the other side? You're on the. You're in the other room. Yeah. When you guys came up the spiral staircase and you you were deposited in the library, there was a door in the east wall, Mm -hmm. a door in the west wall, and then a ladder that led up to a trap door above you. The door in the east wall led to the study with the arcane lock and everything. The door in the west wall led to this master bedroom right here. Okay. So it's time to go upstairs. Time to go upstairs, and we'll do that next session. That's right. Maybe Real Flint quick. could join the party next week. <laughs> Dempsey right. wants to say to Warren, just like, all the stuff that we're breaking and burning. Are you writing that it was like that when we got here? Okay, don't, don't worry. Well, Bethesda, he'll, he'll lie to it. He'll swear by it. Right. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We've also got a YouTube channel at RollTheHard20, so if you're into watching, head on over there and hit that like bell, and don't forget to subscribe. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to check us out and look for us out there. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com, or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com, where you can also download the current show directly and view our archives and galleries. we got a lot of interesting stuff posted there, so head on over. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast, where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.